You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. We've talked about needing breaks and feeling burnt out. But what does recovery time look like? How can we take care of us without letting responsibility slide in the process? Man. And that, my friends, is the million-dollar question. <laughs> well, we're going to try to come up with something today. <laughs> How you and been, Carly? Man, I'm good. I was about to say, if y'all got a million dollars for us, we'll take that, too. <laughs> um, but I'm good. I've just been so sleepy. I feel like I am just sleepy. Um, yeah. I think it's also a facet of it getting dark at 3 p.m., which I'm going to stop talking yeah, about at some point. Wild. Yeah, every, <laughs> every episode's like, bro, why is it dark? <laughs> They're like, all right, guys, we get it. We get it. Um, but I feel good. Like, I feel like I've been spending time doing things that bring me joy, and that always makes me happy. How you been doing? Things like what? Um, Things like going to the park and reading. Things like getting fiction novels and hanging out with friends on a rooftop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those type of things. Right. Trying to trying to recoup, but uh, <laughs> unfortunately, still tired. Um, and I've been doing pretty good. I've been super busy with work stuff. and um, But, you know, it's like once I was kind of over, it's like take an opportunity to relax, which is kind of what made me think about this topic and this episode is that um, for my listeners, too, you can respond. Like, how often do you feel like the athletes in like those Gatorade commercials where it's like they look like they're like dripping sweat and they're like breathing mad hard and they're just like drinking and then they get the red sweat drops from the Gatorade. Um, but how like often do you feel like that? Like ongoing? I, I feel like lately I've just been kind of tired, but I was kind of thinking to myself like, all right, we've talked about burnout, and I understand, you know, what burnout is, I think, and how do you actually, like, back yourself out of that enough to where you actually feel rested or where you feel recovered without it being like you're taking, you know, a month off or whatever, or, like, like you're doing too much, you know what I mean? Like, you still have to make sure work is still going or, mm-hmm. you know, life still has to be happening, um, but what does, like, it really mean to recover and, like, how you get back to that? Um, so that's kind of what I was thinking about when I was doing some research or, you know, just trying to think about where this conversation would go today. Yeah, and I think that's important. I think a lot of people talk about burnout. Like she said, we have a whole episode on it. But it's like, what does an actual recovery process look like? It's like, yeah, I can take a nap or get a full night's sleep or, you know, whatever, but... Like, how long does it even take to really recover from something like that, especially whenever there's always things happening? Mm-hmm. And for me, when I get to that space, it just kind of feels like I can't, like, really focus on many things. Like, that's usually when I'm like, all right, let me take a nap. Um, and just to, like, it's almost like you, you want to take a nap, not just to avoid everything, which is part of it, but also it's like, all right, sometimes I have a lot to do. I just lay down, it's like maybe I'll get like a quick refresh to like kind of have a second win. If I get up, you know, make some tea or coffee again and then like kind of restart, just feeling like you're doing a little restart. Um, But my energy just will be low or I realize like it's kind of harder to be creative, like you're a little more cloudy, um, you know, can't really concentrate. Like when I'm in that space, that's to me when I'm like, all right, I need to do some recovery. Absolutely. And I think 
Um, I think that nap is so important. <laughs> like the the little naps you have to take sometimes throughout the day. Um, another thing for me, I notice like I need a break is like when I start getting irritated. Mm-hmm. Um, and start getting frustrated with things that like you know what's gonna happen, but I'm like snappy. I'm snappy yeah. or, or like with other people. Like, yeah, or have things attitude. They do. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, <laughs> fix your attitude. You go take a nap. Yuck! Like talking to myself. Yeah, but sometimes also I think it can be kind of hormonal as well. And I say that as somebody I've been talking about that a lot lately. Maybe I need to talk to uh, a guest about that on the podcast. But um, like as I've gotten older, I've really noticed how different my hormones have changed or gotten so sometimes I'll feel a little bit more fatigued and I think it's okay to like rest a little bit more during those times um and then what I try to do is just when I am more energetic like take advantage of that um but yeah it's like all right I'm not can't always be hormone every day like I think I am just kind of burnt out um when would you say is the last time you really like would say I was burnt out like how does that feel or look for you oh man um I say the last time I hit a wall Ooh, uh, it was probably when we, whenever we had um a break for a thrive, like the, we took a, a week off of training mm-hmm. and stuff. I I hit a wall. Like I what during feel? the break? No, but right before it, oh. like the week before, like that's why she called the break because all of us <laughs> kept calling her like, "Hey, I can't teach today, doc." And she was like, "Damn, let me just close the gym real quick because all y'all are struggling." That's cool that you know she paid attention to that and kind of saw. That it was really something else going on, though. Yeah. Because um, a lot of times it's like, all right, you take a break. This person take a break, but you're still moving, like, business as usual. Mm-hmm. But it's like um, whenever so many people, like, struggle to, like, we can't always just push through, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that we, like, it felt like I just hit a wall. I didn't have it. I didn't have energy to be around people. I didn't have energy to, like, give any space or time to anybody else but. but not even myself. Like I wasn't even having time for my yeah. own workouts and like to really take care of myself. And so that's when I noticed like that I'm getting burnt out. It manifests as like me not having space to do the things that I know I need to do to make sure I'm taking care of myself and to be able to take care of my responsibilities. That's a good um, thing to remember as well. Cause I can identify with that where it's like, it's not even just, I don't want to do work or like do certain types of things. Like, you don't even feel like working on, you know, this painting or like we talk about playing stuff. It's like, I'm not really not even trying to do that either. Like, I'm just not really trying to do anything. Um, and I remember you talking about when you said the gym was closed. That, so that was probably like a month ago. Mm-hmm. Or not too far. Um, yeah. So in the fall, I feel like for me, um, probably kind of around the same time. I don't remember exactly, but definitely it was around, um, you know, this client events because I had a couple of, of things going on at the same time it was just like so extra it was like so much going on and working it was just kind of draining on my brain um trying to do all of it but it wasn't necessarily hard it was just draining um and then like even with personal life stuff too when like everything is you know something's going on with everything and everybody needs something and um for me it just I just felt exhausted I think and I just wanted to veg out. I think that's what it looks like for me is I just want to kind of veg out. Um, but what did you end up doing? Like, how would you say you came out of it if you did? Um, I took that time off. Like, I don't think outside of, like, a couple of things that I wanted to do, I just took a couple of days to rest. And that included, like, even resting from consuming. Like, I wasn't on socials that much. I wasn't on anything else. I was like, let me just kind of sleep or rest or just not be stimulated like no external stimuli stimulation like I don't I don't need anything else right now took some time I took a lot of walks in nature um I went and read at the park or 
I lied. I took a book, but I really just sat at the park mm-hmm. um, and just kind of relaxed. And then I could feel myself like I could kind of feel the weight of it coming off of me. And then I was able to like, OK, well, now I can go exercise. Now I can journal and stuff. But it like took a like a couple of days for that weight to get off to where I could actually like do the things to begin to build myself back up. Did it feel more physical or mental, do you think? Both. But I think that the mental weighs heavier it makes the physical way heavier if that makes sense like I think it's both like but I can be physically exhausted and still move if my brain is pushing me but if I'm Mm -hmm. mentally exhausted I'm done it doesn't matter if I had eight hours of sleep if I'm mentally exhausted there's nothing happening Mm -hmm. yeah I um so I'm always like just trying to plan something to do as far as a getaway or to do something and in the last couple of months I've been on a few trips and I went to Cleveland I was in Detroit I was in the Bahamas for a few days and none of them were really to like put everything down though and like recharge because a couple of them were kind of work trips um and I still was doing work during the trip but it's like for me I always just want to like get away Mm -hmm. um but it that also is kind of what made me think about this episode though because um, like I just did a staycation a couple of days ago over Thanksgiving as well. But what I noticed is like, man, did you really like recoup or like did anything really happen if, you know, at the end of the weekend, even if you didn't do any work or at the end of your trip, you're still like, oh, man, and like here comes Monday. And like, you know, you still feel the same way about the things you have to do and what's coming up. And, you know, it's like you automatically just feel drained again. Like I literally um, it was so ridiculous this morning. And I just got home yesterday from staycation, and this morning I was like, "Man, let me—is there a place I can go this week?" And I was like, "Girl, I already have a flight on Wednesday." Like, so it's like, "What are you doing? Like, what is what is missing that you know you always feel like you want to just like at least be somewhere else or get away a little bit?" Um, and, and that's what I kind of was thinking about. And I think that's so necessary, though, sometimes too. Like, even sometimes just getting out of LA, the energy feels different. And I'm like, oh man, I just needed to be out for a little bit. Like, even if it's like an hour away or mm-hmm. San Diego or something. But on that, like, do you think, because um, you said, you know, sometimes it feels like there's something missing, is is there a right way and a wrong way to recover? Like, whenever you're like mm. re- trying to come back from a burnout? Yeah, I think that each person should think about themselves. So for me, like I'm more of an introvert. So I know, you know, if I'm drained regardless from anything, like I probably need to chill out a little bit by myself um, because being around people will probably, I'll be more prone to just get irritated a little bit quickly. Um, Or like even my friends have been having a few things recently too, or like there's been people's birthdays and holidays and things like that. And I just will notice like, I'm like, all right, like I'm gonna have to go early so I can dip. Uh, early and you know I'm not trying to be there the whole time and you know I just tired like and don't want to really be around folks so knowing myself I know I recharge better or I enjoy to recharge in my own space Um, but I think there's also some other things that you can think about because for some people it might be like being more active or for some people it might be well let me go hang out with my friends or call a friend Um, so I think that's something for each person to kind of pay attention to um but also that being said then I wonder if that means that I might not be doing I might think it's one thing and it's not and or and this is probably more likely is if I paid attention to when I thought I was chilling on my recovery time like was I really recharging by myself or was I really um you know still talking to people or still doing things or even maybe to watch TV, like, for five hours, maybe that's still, like, draining your energy. I don't know. But 
maybe there's something to paying attention to what I'm doing when I think I'm doing recovery time and kind of before and after like, all right, do I feel more relaxed or do I feel kind of ready to get back into it? Or do I still feel tired or, you know, in the same space? Um, but also, and sorry, I'm like talking the most right now, but, but also after that, it's like, okay, but maybe there's a deeper recovery thing to do. Like, because I don't know if just like when we talk about sleep and lack of sleep, just because if I didn't sleep for 48 hours and like, all right, tonight I get eight hours, that doesn't always take you back to, you know, level. So I'm wondering if, is there something to really do and like what that might look like to super get yourself all the way back, like good, or is it just an ongoing kind of process of a little bit here and there? Well, I think maintenance is like a little bit here and there, right? Um, so thinking about a car, you got to get oil change every three to 5,000 miles, depending mm. on what type of car you have. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, sorry, my car is so, so blingy right now. Everything's blingy. And I was like, man, I ain't even about to take this to the shop. It's every so bad. I, I was like, yeah, I'm going bling, bling. to just park this on and get something else. But continue. Um, but that's the thing, right? So little things are maintenance. And I think that that's the stuff we talk about, meditation, which is, mm-hmm. I think, could also be a deeper thing, but like exercise, eating And stuff healthy. that I noticed I stopped. Like I hadn't been doing it as much for a while or, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, oh man, there's a few habits that I have stopped doing because it's almost like I'm kind of too tired to do it, but also I haven't prioritized them. Like I'm gonna like wake up and then just start doing stuff, you know? Um, so it's like, maybe that's part of the issue. I was like, yeah, if you're not doing those upkeep things, I notice, like I, for me, I definitely am more susceptible to falling into these deep, like, like, I don't know how I'm a recover type of burnouts mm-hmm. or exhaustion or like just completely wanting to disconnect from everybody. But I do think like completely disconnecting from everything and like either taking that trip or just turning off your phone and not doing anything like sometimes can be it. And like you said, it's important to know who you are and how you are and what you need to recharge. But like, don't lie to yourself and like, oh, I'm going to be so restful. I'm only going to do six hours of work today. It's like, come on, bro. Or mm-hmm. I'm going to be so restful, but I'm going to watch... 12 seasons of a show on Netflix. It's like, yeah, you're quote unquote resting, but not really because your brain doesn't ever get a chance to disconnect from the world around Mm -hmm. you. I think, I think that that's a really big piece that we miss and that we don't do because we're so connected to everything. Yeah. But that could be it for some people. So again, I don't know. I would say kind of pay attention to it. Um, And even what you consider to be recovery. Cause for me, I would feel like I'm juiced back up and like I'm recovered. If I felt a little more energetic Um, and if my mood felt a little bit more less frustrated, I don't, hmm, I need a better description for that. But, um, you know, like when when you're like tired, you're just like, "Mm." Mm -hmm. like, all right, like I'm like, you you don't really get excited about the things that you, now you, that you have to do or that, you know, you gotta, got coming up or whatever. And so for me, that's what recovery is like, oh, I feel a little bit more excited. Like I'm excited about my day. Um, my mood is good and my energy is good. Um, but that may look different for other people. For sure. I was about to say, I know that like, I'm whenever I start to feel like myself and I know there's not one self that we need to be if we're being in the metaverse right now, but, um, I, whenever I'm playful and like, I, I don't know, I'm excited about things. I'm a generally excitable person. So whenever I'm not excited about things, I'm like, "Ah, something's wrong with me. Like, "Mm, I'm not looking forward to anything Mm -hmm. right now. I probably should check on myself. Um, so I have to think about like what, what those are. And like, again, the burnout is super deep. If I'm not doing any of my upkeep things, like that's when Mm -hmm. I know that I've gone too far. Whenever I'm not exercising, whenever I'm not meditating or taking those moments for myself, like when I spend too much time around people, I can feel it. 
So does that just mean that you're beyond burnout or beyond like, you know, oh, I'm going to go play or I'm going to work out or whatever and be good if you're at a point where um, you can go on a trip or you can do those things, but you're not bounced back immediately? Does that mean like you need to do something else? I think so. I think it could mean that there's a deeper issue or just being like 85% burnt out for so long. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it starts to wear and tear on you. Like you might need to go get some new tires on that joint. (laughs) Yeah. And one thing I was thinking about too is like, all right, maybe, maybe to kind of bring yourself back to like ground zero on like your mood and your energy, et cetera. Maybe you really do need to do like a deep dive recovery and thinking about the fact that when I went on that one trip um, and that was in, 2020 now or yeah 2020 so last year um I went on a trip for a week to Denver and I completely didn't do any work didn't even have email slack any other stuff on my phone I just didn't check in I didn't do anything and I thought it was going to be so hard and I learned so much about that time and like I really felt refreshed and so to think about it even right now I'm like dang I literally have not gone like a couple of days like that where I, I wasn't doing anything um, at the same time, I also don't think I'm like a workaholic. Like sometimes people are like, oh man, you're working a lot. It's like, yeah, I'm not always doing a whole, whole lot, but it's like always stuff kind of going on. Or it's like, you know, you always got to check for an email or, um, even if it's just within my brain thinking about things to do or things that need to get done, et cetera. Um, so I wonder, it's like, okay, it feels like we're taking breaks, but I really haven't taken a crazy, crazy break. And Carly, what will happen for you, like literally in your life, the way your life is set up right now, what would it look like if tomorrow through Thursday, you just, you know, you didn't answer phone calls, you didn't pick up your laptop and like just didn't do any work? What would would happen? God, the anxiety that just washed over me when I thought Mm -hmm. about that. Um, Without telling people, all my clients would think I'm dead (laughs) Um, and be worried. So you have um, responsibilities to your clients, people that, like, Mm -hmm. you have standing meetings, things to do. Yeah, standing meetings, um, you know, some personal training clients and stuff that I see every week. And so... um, What would happen, though, if if today you were like, hey, guys... Um, I'm going to be away till Friday. I'll talk to y'all then. Man, so actually that did happen um, in the fall, like a couple of months ago. I took a couple of self-care days and I just texted everybody and I said, hey, look, normally I push through for y'all. I can't do it. I have to take some time for myself. Um, and I'm not, and I'm not, I can't, and I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take a couple of days for myself. Mm-hmm. Here are some other trainers, like, and I, you know, set up other people if they wanted to. But one of my clients actually told me and I thought it was so cool. She was like, thank you. And I was like, huh? Like the next time I saw her, I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, thank you for choosing yourself. Like I've never Mm -hmm. seen, I've never seen that. And that's so powerful to me. She's like, it made me examine in my life where I'm putting everybody and all these responsibilities ahead of my own well-being. And it's like making me do a self-check. And so she actually ended up saying no and like constituting some things in her life. So I think, um... It's, it's good. Everything will be fine. The world would not end. The world continues to spin if you choose to take a couple of days off, whether you feel like it will or not, um, as long as, you know, you inform everybody and all that, um, and you can and financially. But the world keeps spinning. Yeah. You're going to be okay. Like, things are going to burn down. But also, like, literally, even if you didn't, like, tell anybody, you still, like, it would still probably be fine. Um, yeah. And there's just something to think about where it's like, all right, what's really important and what is this thing that I think is going to happen if I like don't take a break or don't like, you know, relax or get back to where I need to be. Um, so I would, I think I would consider that like just setting a time. Um, and for the longest time, 
I was being told to like take that break or take that week. And I just, I kept coming up with reasons because I'm like, oh, but this, you know, client thing is happening or this other thing is going on. Um, but once I really looked at the calendar, I was like, oh, I could do this week or that week. And it was still like right before something else happening, but it's just a matter of like, all right, let me just go ahead and block the dates. And so the first thing was just, you know, just do it. Just choose days. Even if you didn't have nowhere to go, nothing to do, whatever, just choose the days. And then from there, you just start letting people know, Hey, I'm not going to be available these, these days. Um, and you really don't have to say much else, but you can make sure that things get taken care of. If you have a team or like Harley said, making sure they had access to other folks to help them with what they needed, et cetera. And I think it's kind of surprising, like how much you don't, I don't want to say you don't matter, but like, no, you, know, you don't really matter you that don't much. Matter, bro. <laughs> you really don't matter that much. Like people will be all right. Our level of self-importance is so astounding to me. And this is just me preaching to myself, but I really was like, man, I feel so bad. Like, you know, I can't do this to them. Girl, they did not care. Yeah, Their lives care continued to keep going. Like, and then I remember too, that I realized and saw how much my team members like just actually stepped up into stuff. And I'm like, oh, I've been kind of hindering y'all trying to you know, do too much when it's like, I could just tell you, Hey, make sure something gets done. And like, however you do it, you do it. Um, so that's something too, where it's like, you don't have to be so overbearing over all the pieces of your life, which is probably what contributes to you be burnt up because you're just trying to do too much like that. You don't really need to do. Um, so yeah, I think that's something to consider and something to really ask yourself is like, yo, what would happen if I really just dipped out for a few days? And I challenge you to actually do it. Like, if you know if you can and you got the financial means even if you just at home doing a little staycation at the crib mm -hmm. um i challenge you to at least take a day take some time for yourself i promise everything will be okay some things i thought about with like what recovery can include and that we've alluded to thus far um sleep time with your friends because sometimes you need to recharge with your friends or catch up or you know realize you've been spending so much time with something else that you haven't really been checking in like that to hear and see what's going on with them mm -hmm. alone time on the opposite side of that coin um mm -hmm. especially if you tend to be very client facing with your work or with whatever you're doing sometimes being by yourself can be a great way to recharge like disconnecting from people um also physical activity trainer mm -hmm. don't need to tell you that but it's good for your heart good for your mind helps you get back in touch with your body and in nature so finding a physical activity that you actually enjoy it doesn't have to be lifting weights or running um especially if you got crackly knees or whatever you mm -hmm. don't want to do you can dance you can do pilates you can swim just find something that you enjoy doing and do it yeah and physical activity and things like drinking water and vegetables and your diet and all that i feel like they always sound mad corny um but it really is helpful because our bodies really are like a machine. And so the things we put into them will help like sustain the energy that we need to do this type of work that we do or to maintain a certain mood. Like that stuff really does affect your mood. Um, and so I would say that's very important too. do one of those like food intolerance tests. Um, do some things where you kind of look at your diet and see like, all right, do I need to add in some more green leafy vegetables or do something? Um, because I think that that can do good for you besides like you're always feeling full and always feeling blah and always tired etc so think about those things too and then intentional meditation so making sure that you're intentionally taking time to be present and to tune into yourself another great way to do that is yoga and then something else that I think is good for recovery is like hobbies or creative things that you enjoy um so finding those things so if it is painting or writing music or writing stories or whatever the creation is cooking so for me something that I actually do enjoy sometimes 
Um, whenever like I'm not feeling like myself is to cook because I like to create something. It just feels good to get my hands on something and to do that. So maybe that's what yours is like gardening or something like that. So an activity that you really enjoy that you can be totally immersed in because it's really hard for your brain to like be racing and be on other things whenever your hands are are active and in, in doing something. Yeah, but those overall, I feel like, are, like, the go-to things that you always kind of talk about when you need a break. And so I thought about also now, it's like, okay, let's say we take, you know, two weeks off and we've really, like, got rejuvenated, we feel good, coming back into our daily schedules. How much downtime do we really have throughout the day and, like, how much, how much opportunity do we have to, like, keep ourselves refreshed in an ongoing way so you don't necessarily get to that place where you feel extremely burnt out um so that made me kind of look up some stuff like maximizing your downtime um and I saw some ideas like using Pomodoro method which we talked about before shout out Nan Earl um and things like where it's like yo make sure you're just taking a break even in like every 52 minutes or you know if you're doing like work for 30 minutes take a five minute break work for 30 minutes take a five minute break but to like intentionally have those little breaks in between will give you enough time to kind of just refresh your mind and then come back to whatever task you have in front of you. Absolutely. And you have so much more downtime in the day than you think you do. And I know you're like, what if you look at my schedule? Very rarely do you not have at least two minutes um, in between certain things that you can. And so in those, like maybe you breathe, like maybe you take a quick breath, a mindful moment, maybe you stretch, maybe you get up and move around a little bit, stretch out your neck, do different things. That's like things that I teach um, in my mindfulness practices, like moments of mindfulness to help you tune back into your body and in the present moment. Because everybody knows when you've been sitting in a few meetings, we all just want to not be in Mm -hmm. meetings and want to be somewhere else. And so it's like bringing your attention back to your body, but then also challenging yourself to spend at least 20 minutes in the sunshine, especially, especially during the holidays and in the fall and the winter like, well, you need that vitamin D. Yeah. Um, and also letting your mind wander. So, like, it's okay to take a moment and just, you know, think and just let your brain go wherever it wants to go um, without even having to think about writing things down or journaling or, or your work or whatever. But just, you know, free time to just chill out. And that's something, like, I'll do. Um, and I'll knock out the natural light and air and that if I'm, like, on the balcony and I'm just chilling and, you know, just take a moment. Like, it really is okay to just daydream and all of those things. Um, but you can do it in a way that allows you to not feel drained. Mm -hmm. And then taking a break from your screens, phone included. If you try, if you like lay down in bed eight to 10 hours a night and you're still exhausted, it might be because your brain can't turn off because you're looking at screens from the time you wake up all the way until the time you fall asleep. So try to not get on your phone for the first 30 minutes of your day. If you can try to put your phone down an hour before you go to sleep, they say that that helps with the blue light and helps you get better Mm -hmm. sleep, but just set like taking a break from always being engaged. Yeah, but I also saw something else that I was recommending, um, like, when you are working and, like, it, it is good to, you know, go from your computer if you want to look and scroll or whatever. It's, like, just make sure you are distracting yourself sometimes, um, even if it is your phone. But I agree, too. I feel like it feels good to be all the way disconnected. Maybe not at first because what you'll notice is, like, that it really is kind of more of just a habit um, to pick it up and just be scrolling. But as long as you're like distracting yourself or you're not like on one thing for so long, then at least you're moving in the right direction. But for the long term, um, 
you know, I imagine and, and thinking about these things made me think like, I wonder like how long does recovery, like real recovery really take? I feel like it really could probably take weeks, months, maybe years, depending on what your life has been about um, to like really be in a place where like you feel fresh and renewed on a regular basis. I can imagine that. So I almost want to kind of think about all of these things and like make myself feel like a little program or something. But then again, maybe that's just like adding something else to my plate that will burn me out. Um, <laughs> we're all great at doing but that. for the long term <laughs> there's some other things that uh, i saw that we can do too and one of them was identifying what you need to add and subtract from your life like you may look at your day-to-day or your week and it's like oh man maybe i do need to spend a little bit more time with friends or maybe mm-hmm. i need to spend less time on social or maybe i need to spend less time drinking or maybe not even just a habit, but like, you know, more time reading, whatever it may be. Um, Think about what you need to add and subtract. And a great way to do that is to pay attention to how things make you feel. Um, Do you feel stressed after something? Do you feel more anxious? Does something always freak you out? Does it make you angry? Then you should probably spend less time on it um, or with it or with those people. uh, Or if things that make you feel good, start adding more of those into your life. But knowing your stressors, are so important to just your mental, physical, emotional health in general. Um, And then also your secondhand stressors. So that's like the people in your life, like your employees, your wife, your partner, whoever, your kids, like, you know, being able to manage those things too. But one thing that one makes me think about is that I stress myself out the most just from procrastinating a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And so some of this may look like, hey, add more time into your schedule to focus on particular type of work or, you know, doing, a, uh, working on a certain thing and doing that early, which kind of connects also to something I saw. And that makes a lot of sense is making sure you're dedicating 20% of your time to your most meaningful work. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are working all the time or when you're doing a lot of different things for other people, you are going to feel drained, but it's kind of different when, I know I'm starting my day out with um, like biz dev or my internal stuff or, you know, when you're working on particular projects that you do feel the meaning behind it and the impact, et cetera. And so to spend time on your most meaningful work and especially like first and to start your day, I think that that makes work itself less of like a, not a stressor per se, but it's less of a drain because you're almost a little more focused on the purpose of it. Yeah, that's vitally important to versus like a lot of times like we'll be on like an email and you know like those little kind of things for like the first hour or so and now you're already kind of like you've already like expended a bunch of energy and mental resources for things that don't that aren't important and don't matter so it's important to set those boundaries like for work for your meaningful work but also for yourself like Mm -hmm. stop negotiating with yourself if you haven't listened to last week's episode 166 um and make sure that you're doing those things that you need to for maintenance for yourself every day yeah, like don't check your email after a certain amount, amount a certain amount of time. So after a certain time mm-hmm. of day, um, or like respond to text. I got some clients who have my numbers, and it's like, all right, now you about to <laughs> get responded to tomorrow because this isn't that deep, and we not homies. Um, so do what you need to do with yourself. So like, you don't have to stretch yourself for other people at all. And if that's not in the scope of work, then and if it is, you probably hopefully getting paid, but it ain't. So it ain't. Also, take more frequent breaks instead of that one vacation every so often. So that was kind of what I was talking to earlier is that I'm always on the go. I'm moving around, but it's like I'm still moving around and getting stuff done, which is still good, you know, to have a change of scenery for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but to really take real vacations, like a real, real break uh, more often. So maybe I would do more 
uh, staycations or spend more of my weekends maybe doing something more intentional or away um, that isn't necessarily, um, you know, just sitting at home, but enjoying myself during that time also. And that's, these are all so important, like the little steps that you take every day, but also those big choices that you make to make sure that you're taking care of yourself the best you can, like recovery from burnout isn't, there's not one way to fix it in the same way probably won't work every time. And I would venture to say that most of us have been burning out or burnt out for a while, like on varying levels. And so being kind to yourself and gentle as you explore, you know, these daily things and these like long-term things, but just making sure that you're doing something every day to help yourself maintain and also recover. Mm-hmm. And I think it's easier to probably focus on the things you can subtract because also it, it is overwhelming sometimes. I'm like, oh, I could work on my painting or do this or that. And it's like, it feels like you're just adding more stuff to your schedule. So decision fatigue. Um, yeah, I try to like just plan a little bit less and or just it's easier, I think, for me to think about what I'm not about to do. I'm, <laughs> I'm not about to do is I'm not about to like check these emails till, you know, Saturday, Sunday or yeah. after the break or whatever, you know. So go about it however you need to. But, you know, give yourself a time to chill and recognize how you recover best and if it's time for you to take a break and do that man I'm about to spend some time this week writing that down like seeing what I could subtract that would be yeah especially because I've been so tired lately because mm-hmm. you know it gets dark so early um or do things in a different order because by yeah by four o'clock if I'm like all right I'm not trying to be doing anything about three thirty-four. what do I need to be doing you know, earlier to feel like, oh, okay, I've gotten things done. And I keep playing myself putting that hard thing last because I mean, mm-hmm. like, it'll be okay until tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and it doesn't happen. So hit us this week. Let us know um, how you're feeling. Are you burnt out? What's going on? And then what are some of these things that stood out to you in ways to recover? Um, this week, shout out. I'm super excited and I just got a burst of energy. Uh, yo, shout out to the fam, Nick Brooks. He was on episode 74, Alchemy and Storytelling um, with Nick Brooks. But, yo, he just sold a young adult um, fiction novel or a book, I guess. It's like a series, right? A series, I think, to Henry Holt. Um, and the title of the AP article says Seven Figures. So what's good, right. fam? They show you out there. Yo, all the way out there. <laughs> that was the title. Get them DMs. <laughs> it was like Easy. author, Seven Figure Deal. Like, whoa, that's the title. Okay. Um, but it's called The Promise Boys. And it is a social thriller told through the perspective of black and brown boys that highlights the inequity in our education system. This is a story that needs to be told to speak for our kids who are far too often unable to advocate for themselves and to inspire them to tell their own story. Henry Holt expects that the books will be released or I guess the first book in the series in 2023. But um, Nick is from D.C. He's a filmmaker. He's a writer. He used to be a teacher for Teach for America. And so he really drew on his life experience, but also his experience working with kids to write these. We're going to link his episode and the article in the note. So congrats. Shout out to you, Nick. That's amazing. Yeah, that is awesome. And it's so cool to have spoken to people and hear what they want to do, what they've done this far, and then to see them continue to grow and to do big things. So that's really awesome. Um, And make sure you guys look up Nick Brooks and holler at him. Not like that, but (laughs) see what he's up to. Yeah, see what he's doing. Check out his work. He's awesome. And this week's question of the week, Carly, who do you look up to and why? Um, did you have somebody in mind? <laughs> Cause I, I'm like, Ooh. well, so one person I would think of is 
that just came to mind because it's not like I, I don't ever tend to have like, you know, posters of people up or it's like one person I'm really like, oh, my gosh. But there are qualities about people that stick out to me and that make me kind of look up to them. And usually they are um, usually there are factors about them where it's like they're being themselves. So one person that just jumped out to me um, just now would be James Baldwin. And I would say that because I always feel like anytime I see like clips from his interviews or clips from him speaking, it's like it always sounds so eloquent and always sounds so thoughtful. So it's like to have studied a world that where everything is against you as um, a person of color for sexual orientation, whatever it may be. But like you you see all that and you understand it and yet you navigate through and can still speak to what's happening or speak to your story in a way that kind of uplifts other people and or educates other people and it always kind of calm and things. So it's just interesting to me. And I look up to people uh, like that who can kind of maneuver through the world and yet still can have that impact through being themselves, not necessarily trying to like fit in in a certain mm. way, um, but can be themselves and then kind of add that perspective to other people who may be in the same space. Man, I love that. The first thing, um, actually three people, I'm going to be quick though, that came to mind. The first One person. Nah. It says who? It, that, that could be, that's not, there's not a number. Go ahead. So three, real quick. So um, whenever you said that Eartha Kitt, I've always enjoyed listening to her interviews um, and just her being herself. And so that's, the first thing, if you haven't seen any of them, just Google on YouTube. There's a lot. Um, she was just an amazing person who ferociously chose herself in a life that she loved. Um, at least it appeared to me. I didn't know her. Um, mm -hmm. The second one I would say is Lala. Uh, she's the owner of Thrive. And she really dedicates her life to service and creating spaces for people to grow and to be seen. And um, she just did a small business Saturday. But uh, to highlight black and brown women-owned businesses, but she's always done that. She does that in everything that she does. There's always a bigger thing for the community, and I think there's just something so valuable about people who are, you know, dedicated to service, like, you know, leadership, servant leadership, I think is what it's called. Um, and then I would also say uh, shout-out to Sanford, Kiara's daddy, just mm -hmm. for leading a life of love. Like, he just embodies, like, love. Like, they made sure that I got a Thanksgiving plate, even, even though I ain't come by the thing. You know, mm -hmm. it's just everything that he does is love like for his family but also for his family's friends and also for the community yeah i think it always stands out when a person is about something but like they do make that a part of everything like it's very authentic like you don't just like talk about caring about something but it's really a part of what you're doing um and so that that definitely is a valuable uh characteristic and one that is very much admirable in all of these folks all right, so you let us know who do you look up to and why. Let us know how you feel about recovery um, and what your plan is if you need to recover. And if you're feeling good, then shoot, continue to feel good. But still but hit us for up. me in my house, I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to take one right now. Right, basically. I'm about to get some food and then extra extend the nap. Put the extendo on the nap <laughs> with the full stomach. Uh, we appreciate you all. We thank you for being on this journey with us. Episode 167, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, we will talk to you next week. Bye, y'all.